While the pandemic has accelerated innovation in many industries, in healthcare, the impact of emerging technologies is likely to affect operations and patient experience for years to come. I'm your host, Subana Ganguly, and I'm delighted to be joined by Sebastian Luyo, CIO of DoctorLib, an online healthcare provider headquartered in France, to explore these topics with a look towards the future. Sebastian, bonjour et bienvenue. It's great to have you on the show today. Bonjour, Subana. Thanks for having me today. I'm very happy to speak with you. It's our pleasure. Well, I'll dive right in. So, Sebastian, perhaps you can start by sharing with our listeners around the globe a little about Dr. Lib and your background. Yes, for sure. Dr. Lib is the leader of online healthcare services in Europe. We have two main missions, you know. First, mm-hmm. we want to improve the daily life of healthcare professionals. We are helping them with digital solutions like booking management, teleconsultation, and medical practice management. They can save time, have more comfort at work, and improve their revenues. Mm-hmm. Our second mission is to help patients have a better understanding and access to medical services. Uh, currently, we are serving more than 300,000 healthcare personnel users in uh, three countries, France, Germany, and Italy. And we're also serving 60 million patients in these countries. On a more personal level, uh, uh, I've been in the IT industry for more than 20 years now. Uh, I've always been interested by tech innovations, you know. Uh, I've started my career in the telecom industry, uh, building the first internet providers in France. Uh, I've also been an entrepreneur, creating uh, an IT consulting and services company for businesses. Amazing. And uh, and before joining Dr. Lib, uh, I was a freelance interim CIO. And now uh, it's my pleasure to, to be working for Dr. Lib for the past two years. Fantastic. Well, Dr. Lib is a very, very amazing platform. I've used it myself when I was in uh, France, uh, living there six years ago, and, and it was getting quite popular then. But you have experienced hyper growth in recent years in France and Germany, making you one of the top three e-health providers in the world. Can you tell us what were the key drivers behind your firm's success? It's always complicated to resume success to, to, to some key drivers. But uh, I see three reasons that can explain the growth of Dr. Lee. First, uh, we've been customer-obsessed since day one. I know it's a kind of buzzword today to be customer-obsessed or customer-focused, but I really mean it. Our funding team spent hundreds of hours sitting next to doctors in their practice to understand how they work and how we can help them with better software. And even today, our product manager's team mission is to spend time with healthcare professionals to build together the new features for our product. We have built something we call the Doctorlib community with healthcare professionals, and they are regularly involved in brainstorming with us about the new products, the new features we can launch. Second, uh, I think we have a strong culture around operational performance. We strongly believe that by continuously iterating on your process, by removing unnecessary friction, you can improve the way you work over time and you can deliver a better service to your customer. Mm-hmm. And, and this is key for us, uh, really, not only delivering great software, but delivering a great service. And I mean, onboarding customers, providing a customer service, uh, program, providing pre-sale services. This is really key. And this is part of the global experience we provide to our customers. And this is also true for internal process, because when you are an IT department, your, your customer are the doctor lib end users. 
and you, you need to, to, to keep running your basic operation as IT. I mean, at desk, providing devices, providing application and so on. You need to keep that running with a pixel perfect quality of service. And finally, uh, we should speak about COVID, of course. Um, of course, nobody can predict what happened uh, 18 months ago, but uh, we really benefited from the pandemic and the acceleration it gave to, to ELs. And I think that our agility, and because we are customer focused, we have been able to adapt to the fast changing world of COVID. And believe me, when the French government asks you to roll out vaccination software for more than 1,000 centers in less than a week, you definitely need to be agile. Absolutely. Well, you faced some unique challenges during the COVID-19 crisis and have recently started using Workday Innovation Services to mitigate some of those. Can you tell us about that journey and how it has impacted your business? Yes, of course. Uh, the main challenge we faced as a company was to switch from an oral culture to a written culture. Before the pandemic, we were mostly running our meetings and rituals with people in the same room. Uh, the team were making daily stand-up every morning with everybody around the table. So when everyone had to work remotely, we rely a lot on chat tools, on chatbots, to keep the ball rolling on our various projects and to be able to, to deliver our, our, our product and our service to our customer. So during the first lockdown in uh, last year, uh, we decided to roll out Slack for the whole company. Doing this, we can have conversation and interaction with daily tools in the same interface. And thanks to World Innovation Services, we were able to evaluate new ways to interact with HR tools. Uh, we tested the Workday Assistant, so the chatbot inside the Workday interface. So it mm -hmm. helps a lot when a manager especially has some questions regarding uh, his team and how to manage his team. And one other example that was a game changer was the Workday for Slack connector. A uh, manager can validate time of request directly from Slack without having to open Workday in another window. So it's really key in terms of improving uh, our time metrics. Now, with the COVID-19 pandemic, many healthcare providers were forced to move online almost overnight. But Dr. Lib has been a visionary in this space as you had a robust infrastructure around online medical consultations in place years ago. How do you plan to scale your digital presence, expand your growth and continue innovating? In other words, what's next for Dr. Lib? If I look back in the mirror, uh, over the course of the last three years, uh, we moved from being a one product, one country company, so mostly booking management system in France. Uh, we moved to a multi-product, multi-countries company. Uh, we're expanding from France to Germany and now to Italy. We recently acquired the number two player of the market in Italy, uh, Dr. Dottori. And uh, we also launched new products like teleconsultation, medical practice management, and vaccination campaign. So this is a whole new way of addressing the market for doctoring. Our goal now is to continue expanding with new countries and new products, and also to try to reach new typology of healthcare professional. Because you don't serve a doctor like you serve, you serve a dentist or a nurse. Mm -hmm. they, they all have some really specific way of working, way of organizing their day, a way of providing uh, healthcare. So we really need to, to fine tune our software and our service to every kind of speciality. 
And with uh, with the pandemic, you know, uh, a lot of governments have accelerated their health digitalization agenda. So this is definitely something we are looking at in terms of international expansion. I see. It's a lot of exciting new milestones in the road ahead for you. <laughs> Do you exactly. think the trend of um, online medical consultations is here to stay? Yes, I think it will definitely definitely stay. Um, at Dr. Lib, we strongly believe that as a patient, you need to establish a long-term relationship with your doctor. We don't see online consultation as a way to consume, with quote, uh, a doctor whenever you want. We believe it is a complementary service to reach out to your healthcare professional for, for example, basic questions or follow-up consultations. Uh, the figures we have today is that teleconsultation is used between for between 10 and 50% of consultation. So it's definitely a complementary service that is going to stay. And besides, it can help a lot for rural, rural areas where there are very few doctors and you need to, to, to drive maybe uh, tens of kilometers or miles to, to reach out to the doctors. Right. Well, as a healthcare provider, you deal with a lot of sensitive patient information, essentially storing them on Dr. Lib systems. So how do you ensure data protection of your platform and fortify yourself against possible threats like cybersecurity, for example? Security is uh, our key topic. Uh, with the recent acceleration and visibility of Dr. Lib, it makes us more and more exposed to attack. Uh, mm -hmm. So we invest massively in tools, in process, uh, and people. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a, a few examples. First, we are using only uh, hosting providers which are certified for health data. And Dr. Lib uh, has been ISO 2701 certified. We're also using something called end-to-end -end encryption. It means that when you share sensitive information with your doctors through Dr. Lib, all the communication are encrypted. And only the two of you can decrypt the information you share. So this is an additional layer in terms of security. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of people, we have uh, multiplied our security team by four over the last 18 months, and we are still hiring some security experts. And we also regularly perform external audits, pen tests, and bug bounty, bug bounty campaigns uh, to be sure to, 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 to find any potential uh, breach we, we may have. Uh, you know, we, 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 we are really uh, aware that being 100% secure does not exist. Of course. But it's our job to be as close as possible to that and to really invest massively in security for our users, for our patients, for, for doctors, and for DoctorLib internal users too. Of course. Um, the CIO role has transformed a lot in recent years, hasn't it? I mean, transitioning from a transactional IT service delivery role to that of a strategic player within an organization. How has your role evolved and what, in your view, should be the top priorities for a CIO today? This is a great question. Thanks. <laughs> As, uh, yeah. This is something that sometimes keep, uh, keeps me awake at night, but uh, this is definitely, definitely a great challenge. Um, as a CIO in a tech company uh, with a strong product and engineering teams reporting to our CTO, my role is to focus on internal information system and internal business process. I need to make sure that the information system scales accordingly to the fast growth of the company, that it keeps company data secured, and that it can deliver the best value to our business. So my view is that you need to transform from a corporate IT 
to what mm-hmm. I call IT as a service. Right. What does it mean? It means that the IT department must provide a catalog of products and services that business users can consume by themselves. Actually, you need to remove frictions and blockers as much as possible to allow projects to be delivered at the speed of business change. And the speed is crazy over time, as you know. Oh, yes. <laughs> and and to, able, to be able to do that, I see two main challenges today. The first one is that you must ensure as a CIO that your technical foundations are consumable. That's why we invest a lot on changing our culture to a more DevOps culture. Uh, we invest a lot in infrastructure and S-code, uh, continuous develop- deployment, to be able, uh, as an IT department, to be able to consume every IT asset as much as possible. By doing that, you can, you can develop services that can be consumed by end users. The second challenge is regarding hiring. Hiring and training the key talent is the most challenging topic today. You need to onboard and to keep the right person with the right skills uh, to transform your information system. And I'm not only speaking about technological skills. Uh, Having the right collaborative and agile culture is key if you want to accelerate today. So definitely, uh, talent hiring and talent retention is is a key challenge, I think, for every CIO today. And and by the way, we have a a lot of open positions for project manager, engineering managers, cloud engineer, and support partners. So if your listeners are interested, they can have a look at the job section on Dr. Lee's website. Thank you, Sebastian. You've been listening to the Workday Podcast with Sebastian Luyo from Dr. Lib. Don't forget to follow us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And remember, you can find all our episodes at workday.com forward slash podcast. I'm your host, Subana Ganguly, and I hope you have a great workday.